Everyone has a purpose and a passion in life. Some are able to achieve them while others struggle. Join us on our journey to educate thousands of our followers on business, finance, and psychology. Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode on the Sift podcast and um today we're going to talk about self awareness um the importance of being self aware of understanding yourself as an as an entrepreneur um as an employee as an employer as a student um as a father as a mother as a parent uh, in general and the importance of being self aware uh, in whatever it is that um you're currently doing or whatever stage in life you're currently at and i emphasize a lot on the importance of understanding yourself understanding um your character your personality before trying to understand anyone else and by self awareness i mean do you uh, know what kind of uh, uh personality or a character you have do you know whether you're an introvert an extrovert an ambivert for those who don't know what an ambivert is it's simply the in between of an introvert and an extrovert do you understand that and if you want to get more information on who an introvert is who an extrovert is or whether you're an ambivert uh make sure to read captivate uh, the science of succeeding with people by Vanessa Van Edwards and the importance of all this is before you embark on your journey of entrepreneurship before you embark on your career before you as a student decide on what to study on which uh field to go in it's best to understand what kind of a person you are or if you want to go into mentorship mentoring younger people or mentoring entrepreneurs or uh mentoring employees or CEOs or um anyone or anyone out there you you first have to understand yourself you have to be your own mentor you cannot pour from an empty cup so you have to start by understanding what kind of a person you are are you an introvert and by introvert i mean uh these are basically people who are uh self enclosed they love or they they love their private time their me time spending time alone is what they love and remember it's not a bad thing it's just how we human beings are engineered they love uh being by themselves um they don't necessarily fancy staying in large uh, crowds or with, with people uh they feel when they uh stay for a longer period of time with other people they feel a bit overcrowded they feel as if energy is being sucked away from them they feel tired after a long time how do i know this cause i'm a mixture of an introvert and an extrovert basically i'm an ambivert and now once you know what kind of a, a personality character you have now it's easy for you to adjust with your environment to know where you best thrive and where not and how to tweak when you find yourself in uh, situations or environmental settings where you're a bit uncomfortable or um do not um align with your personality if you're an extrovert it means you're a very outgoing person you love spending time with people you thrive well uh in groups you love teamwork you love uh going to the beach you love uh, social settings 
and an ambivert is basically a mixture of both and why i say the importance uh, this is quite important is when it comes also to entrepreneurship there are different kinds of people and uh, in one of my pre- uh, previous podcast episode i say that uh, once you understand what kind of a personality you have now if you let's say you're an introvert and you're in the marketing industry you want to um, you're in the marketing field or you're in the brand building phase for your product or your company one way to uh, go about it if you want to let's say create content online and you're an introvert is by doing uh, podcast for example because with podcast for introverts it's a bit more comfortable because now you don't have to have your face seen by other people you can just have your voice heard and listened to by other people you can do uh, you can thrive well with newsletter newsletter marketing or email marketing which by the way has a higher click rate than um for example uh, banner advertisements that you get on youtube by the way i'm just saying um do your research uh, you'll be surprised on how newsletter marketing uh, how strong um it is and like the positive click rate or the positive conversion rate it has and uh it's more powerful if your consumer has or your your consumer or your the your, your target group has already searched uh on a certain product or a certain service that you're offering and then now you retarget them with newsletter uh, newsletters or emails it leads to a higher conversion rate and now this is marketing whole other topic um if you are an outgoing person meaning you're extrovert you're extroverted um you're not shy you love spending time with people now doing videos youtube uh instagram tv facebook live instagram live um now this might be for you or using musically or snapchat in producing content now this might be for you and the reason why i'm, I'm stressing on um providing content online is the kind of leverage that i have learned first of all from um listening and learning from gary vaynerchuk I know I mentioned I mentioned him quite a lot because I learn a lot also from him, uh, and also from the experiments I do online to to just to see how people behave, how people respond to the, respond to the kind of content I produce because I'm always very I'm I have the how can I say I have uh, I'm a bit lucky I'm an ambivert so I do a bit of both. I have my introversial tendencies as well as my extroversial tendencies so I do newsletter podcast as this one for example and at the same time uh, i record videos of myself speaking and i also go out there and engage with people but i can't engage with people for a very long uh, for a longer period of time because now i feel a bit drained a, a bit tired but i can uh, easily find a balance between uh, being extroverted and being introverted at the same time not many people have that actually um yeah and the reason why i i, I emphasize a lot on um you know creating content online and being very active in social media is uh first of all you have to get the misconception of social media out of your mind that social media uh, has changed us no social media has not changed us social media is simply exposing us for who we really we really are now if we move back to the 1960s 1970s where social media wasn't a thing and probably the biggest thing by that time maybe was email and i don't know uh, but i think so um and uh, the only way people will communicate was either calling 
which also not many people had phones or uh, other way people would get information was through radio and uh, watching this black and white uh, television, if you, if you remember them. And the thing was this, people would read newspapers at that time and would be fully focused into uh, reading newslet, um, newspapers and fully engaged in doing that. But now, since technology boomed, since the dot-com era came came in, um, everything started going online, technology started improving. Now, everyone today has access to a smartphone, to a laptop, maybe uh, to a computer, um, to... Um, to the internet, uh, now everyone is online. Everyone, many people have an Instagram account, a Facebook account, Twitter, and all that. Nothing really has changed because now social media is the new newspaper. Social media is where we get our information, is where we get our news, which is where we get to know what is really happening around us and in the world. So social media hasn't uh, changes. It's some misconception. Social media is simply exposing us for who we really are. And the thing is this, uh, social media used correctly, and if you're, if you're really, really, uh, if you're self-aware of who you are and what necessarily you want and what your purpose is, and like uh, what you're working on or what your goal is, and you have a strategy and a plan for them, for that, that is long-term, and you use now social media as leverage, Social media will give you a very, very uh, high leverage because I've seen uh, and I was discussing this also with a friend who uh, also actively listens to my podcast. Um, we were discussing on the leverage social media has given to certain people. I come from Kenya and we were discussing this music. Uh, There's a music by, music group or a, a group of artists that recently came up. Um, they're called the Ethic uh, Group and um, the kind of music's the kind of music they sing at first was a bit vulgar in the language and uh, it really, they received a lot of, uh, how can I put, hate or a lot of resistance when it comes to the older generations, but they were very, very much applauded by the younger generation, the millennials, and um, they never had a chance of, um, or that their music, their content was never being played on radio or on television because of the vulgar language and uh, video, uh, their content displayed. But now, uh, as much as their content is not being displayed on um, television or on radio, these guys are big on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Now, social media is giving them this leverage. I think even uh, one of their videos got um, banned on YouTube for some time. I'm not so sure, but I think so. But then these guys still have a leverage on Instagram, on Facebook, and people love them. And they are the they are one of the top training um, music uh, music groups uh, in Kenya. They receive a lot of resistance. Their music is not being played on traditional media, that is television and radio. But everywhere else, the music is being played. These guys are being booked for performances. Guys are going to meet these guys. People are attending their concerts. And this is now the kind of leverage uh, social media can give you by just putting yourself out there, producing content, and letting people listen to you. But first of all, being self-aware of what you really want. Because now if... Uh, and, and listen, I'm also aware that the... Also, people who go on social media to flex, I'm aware of that. Um, 
Uh, what's my opinion on that? Um, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but now the same people, um, they should be aware of or whatever it is they're doing. Because um, now, like when it comes to, for example, uh, being authentic and now people are, for example, uh, flexing on things that maybe they don't own or they don't have but they want to be seen as though they have. Now they have this kind of second life on social media. Now the question comes on authenticity. Now if you're working on creating a brand or you're working on um, on, on creating a business, but now there's a question mark on, on authenticity, you being authentic, because now people have seen you flexing a lot on social media, and now you're, you're discovered. You, like, I don't, you know, one thing is this... Uh, People are able to sniff out um, fakeness and inauthenticity, if, if that's the word uh, in English, I don't know, uh, inauthenticity. People are able to sniff that out. But now it, you have to be self-aware. Do you just want to um, be the celebrity on, or, or on, on Instagram and Facebook, famous, or do you want to create a brand and by brand, it doesn't have to be a business brand, but a personal brand. And it's something I think everyone should create. Everyone should have their own personal brand. And basically, this is how people perceive you when they see you, when they listen to you, when they see your picture. This is how people perceive you. And I think everyone should work on that because now uh, social media, we are... Very, we are, we are very lucky because now social media, it's still at an early stage. If most of you guys don't know, we are still in an early stage. And this is from my own opinion, from what I think. We're still in an early stage. And social media is yet to boom. And I think it's not yet too late to uh, get involved. Because I know, yes, um, social media uh, marketing tends to be a bit saturated. But I think social media is yet to boom. Now you can look at everything is now um, going um, audio-based. Like, listen... Um, I know YouTube came a bit long time ago, but like look, look, look right now at podcasts, for example. Yes, there are a lot of people on podcasts doing podcasts, but for example, for, for my listeners in Kenya, how many people are doing podcasts in Kenya? Not not many. Now, this is an insight I'm giving because it's something I've observed. I've not seen a lot of people doing uh, podcasts in Kenya or in Africa uh, at large. I know, yes, there are people doing that, but like... There are not very many. A lot of people are in YouTube and are doing big in YouTube. And now moving moving on, those who are already in YouTube on YouTube and have already made it on YouTube, if I could say so, now um, they have this leverage of doing affiliate marketing. Now uh, promoting uh, other people's brand, which by the way has its own pros and cons. I'll get to that promoting other people's brands and uh, brands, products, and services and getting paid for that. So basically, that's affiliate marketing. Now, that's the kind of leverage it gives you. Now, these people, you can term them as being self-employed or hashtag hustlers, hustlers for <laughs> millennials. But this is the kind of leverage that I see from simply doing YouTube, from simply growing your audience on Instagram, and you know very well in Kenya we have a problem with uh, with employment. There are not very uh, there are not very many employment opportunities. And if uh, they are, it's usually uh, a problem of uh, who do you know, 
who do you know it doesn't really matter on uh the kind of papers or the documents you have for most cases it's who do you know yeah so this one thing you can look at as long as you have a phone you have an internet connection Try and get yourself online because the kind of leverage this can give personal brands and business brands, I think, uh, in my own uh, opinion, it's really, really big. And you can look at real life examples. Look at uh, people around you who are big in uh, on Instagram or YouTube and find out their story behind how they got started and what exactly it is they're doing and how now this is leveraging on their personal brand and on their business. Yeah. And I've seen that uh, pod, po- podcast is, isn't really uh, big in Kenya right now. Yeah, we have people like Adele Onyango doing a podcast in Kenya. But still, it's at a very, I think, it's, a, it's, it's at a very young stage. Not very many people are doing it. The market is still uh, big. And listen, guys, um, listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, I listen to him a lot. And he talks about audio being the next big thing. With things like uh, uh, Amazon Alexa, and Gary V talks about uh, you know later on because people like uh, people care less about the their data privacy. Uh, they sound concerned about it, but they care less. But now people uh, want more efficiency and to save more on time. And now like. Uh, as we're moving to an audio-based uh, era, now with things like uh, Google Alexa and all, uh, Amazon Alexa and Google Echo, I think. Um, now, it's easy for people now to, to simply say, Alexa, um, order pizza from uh, pizza.com, one margarita, um, one uh, pizza Hawaii or something. It's easier to do that or Alexa, remind me to buy milk. It's easier, and another thing, uh, another thing, uh, podcasts have uh, a leverage on because now podcast podcasts are also in the audio group. Is the fact that uh, people are able to listen to podcasts anytime, uh, mainly when they are commuting or when they're doing other tasks, compared to YouTube where someone has to actually sit down and watch your video, and uh, some people get a bit concerned of. Um, their internet data usage when it comes to watching uh youtube but now podcast people or audio people tend to do to to use audio or to listen to audio whilst um they are multitasking doing all other things so in my opinion and also from what i've learned from listening a lot to gary vaynerchuk audio is the next big thing and if you're in kenya it might be something you really, really want to look at. But first of all, uh, be back to our topic. Be self-aware of who you are, the character you have. And then know exactly uh, what it is you really want. Like what your purpose is. And it's quite easy to find your purpose. Just look for something you really like doing. And then see how you can come. We can monetize that. How you can uh, come up with a business model around what you like doing. Now... One thing you have to understand is uh, for the things that you're passionate about, uh, most of them might not be um, easy to monetize, but it now goes back into now building a brand behind that and working on that for the long term. And by the long term, I don't mean a few weeks. I'm talking about months and years and now building a brand be- behind that. And later on, 
at some point you'll be able to monetize on that if you like um for example you like um collecting um uh, stamps just a random example you like collecting stamps now it's your hobby but now selling stamps to someone might be um might be a bit tricky but like uh let me give you an idea of how maybe I will go around that if I was interested in collecting stamps. I will uh, first find of uh, find out first whether there's a market or there's a, there's a segment of uh, people who are interested in stamps. Now, once I establish that, yes, there are people who are interested in uh, collecting stamps and talking about stamps and topics on uh, stamps. Now, coming up with a podcast and simply talking about Stamps, uh, journaling your journey down, journaling every step uh, of your journey. They're not talking about stamp and getting this audience engaged. And now, look, you have your passion and this will take time. You have to understand that process of outcome. There's no shortcuts. You try and take shortcuts, you mess up. Uh, talking about now uh, having a podcast and now engaging your audience on stamp and growing your audience. And later on, having uh for example uh uh a company or a business approaching you since you have uh for example maybe dhl or ups or something approaching you because now they they know you have an audience that is that is engaged um in maybe uh something that they're interested in or you have you have a specific audience that now they can use that uh, to market one of their products or their services now you being paid to talk to these people about now let's for example if dhl st sells stamps or ups sells stamps or hermes or something now you talking about it about like uh, uh about their products or services and being paid for that but it will have to take you first to build a brand to get recognized to get an audience uh attached to you and engage and you know working uh, working long term I'm not expecting to take shortcuts. And uh, let me tell you something. If you're really, really passionate about it, you'll always enjoy the process. You'll always have the desire to continue. Um, and uh, it won't really take much effort for you to get started because it's something you love doing regardless. And now once you have a business model wrapped around, wrapped around that, regardless of whatever it might be, now uh, you have a business model around what you're really passionate about. And also it's a market that maybe not a lot of people might get into because now it's something you've, it's a, it's a market that you've segmented over time into a specific niche and you've built a unique business model around that. And now the barriers of entry now becomes too high. Why? Because you have a brand with a positive equity. On the brand image with a positive equity, and now it becomes it becomes also challenging for other people now to tap into your market because now you're erecting barriers of entry. You get what I'm saying? Now, the reason why I'm saying this is once you've done that, now you will be doing something you're really passionate about and also earning something from that, some revenue, and uh, you don't necessarily have to do something else simply for money's sake. Because listen, it's uh, it's it's best in my opinion to um, do something that you like and earn sixty thousand dollars per year, 
than uh, doing something you really, really, you really dread about that makes you really sad and depressed and, uh, you know, that makes you spend less time with your family and earn a hundred thousand dollars per year. Because listen, one thing you have to understand, life is never rehearsed, so it's best for you to do uh, exactly what it is that you, la- you love and focus on that. But now, it will take a long time. Now, uh, our first newsletter was sent. Our, our first newsletter, our business news- newsletter, was sent out on uh, on Saturday at four. Uh, I received feedback from some of you guys. From some of you, some of you have not yet received feed- feedback. But from the feedback I'm getting, um, um, it's really, really positive, and I, I thank you guys. I'm really, I really, really appreciate appreciate your engagement and your feedback. And um, and uh, this uh, Saturday, we will also be uh, launch, also sending out another newsletter every Saturday at four. You'll be getting a new business newsletter. So the first business new- newsletter, I was pretty much talking about myself, allowing the reader to become familiar with what it is exactly that I do and then introducing them into you know a bit of uh, financial uh, education and a bit of financial literacy from what I've learned from where I've worked before and also from the books I've read and what I've done and intro- introducing them to that and it's it's a, it's a process that um, it will take time yes but now I want my readers to have a specific mindset that I believe will have a positive return on them. And that is through me providing content and value and also being relatable in uh, different topics. And uh, if, you ha- if you're still interested in receiving the business newsletter, make sure to send me your email uh, on my Instagram account at kiam underscore junior at sift underscore group of companies on Facebook at Augustine Kiama, on Twitter at Augustine Kiama. Um, and on my WhatsApp, if you have my number, or send me an email at Augustine at SiftGroup.net, and um, or go on to my website, www.serverinstituteforextrading.com, uh, subscribe in for the newsletter, or go to www.siftgroup.net and um, subscribe from the newsletter there. I will I will receive your email. And I will add you to the list and you'll be receiving uh, now the business news newsletter uh, list. And at some point, I plan on also interviewing uh, interviewing you, interviewing uh, some of you guys on uh, specific topics on or what you've learned on the newsletter. And also having you guys uh, sharing your story uh, uh, with me on with the community that we are building behind. And also, you know, holding yourself accountable because I also want to know what you guys are working on. And also, like, you know, having you guys hold yourself accountable because I believe accountability is the biggest step to, you know, moving forward to progressing. And I also I want to know exactly what it is you guys are working on and engage with you guys, holding you guys accountable, checking on your progress, uh, helping you guys where I can um, when it comes to business, having the community engage, having the people um, or the network that uh, I know that I have engaged with you guys and building a big, a big community on the Sift, uh, on the Sift group, and you know, mentoring people into businesses and uh, not only into businesses but in different fields that uh, we feel we are able to help, but mostly in business and in currency trading and in mentorship. That's where my focus or Sift focus is mainly on, 
And so if you're still interested, send me your email and uh, uh, see you guys in the next episode. Remember, process over outcome. See you.